This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast, and today I am joined by a special guest, the most specialist guest I've ever had, the guest that's always here every episode, mostly. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Hello, Jan. Would you say your favorite guest? Uh, let's move no. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so deflated, so deflated. Yeah, you have to start Never mind. an episode the right way, and I think we did I mean, that. It, it's it's like they it's like they say in law school never never ask a question that you don't know the answer to and there we go I got played there uh, you got what you wanted to and that's whatever <laughs> anyway we're back on our little series on podcasts about podcasting we've done a couple in this series by now and we're kind of tying up the loose ends we'll have this one and maybe one more after this we'll see how I, far we I get. Mean, I don't think we can call guests loose ends, and I don't think that we very often tie them up, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I do compare them with cats, because uh, having guests on a podcast <laughs> is a lot like herding cats, so tying them up might actually be beneficial. Oh, God, it's oh, going wrong. <laughs> The Roaring Elephant podcast does not uh, advocate or, or support tying cats or people or guests up. If you have to make a choice, tie people, not cats. Okay, fair, right. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, okay, let's move on. <laughs> guests, guest, so first, the first thing is like, you don't, obviously you don't have to have guests on your podcast. Like we do a number of episodes where it's just you and I talking. Um, oh yeah, you don't have to have a guest in every episode. But. Not having guests think, at all. Yeah, yeah. Like guests, guests always just mix things up a little bit. Guests make things, you know, you have a different, it's a very different podcast where we record with a guest. It's all, um, I think maybe this is an aspect of like the fact that you and I have been doing this together for quite some time, several, many years now, mm -hmm. um, that I think usually when it's a podcast that you and I are going into, into talk about a topic together, I mean, you tell me, but I think that we probably know roughly where the conversation will go, for the most part. Oh, yeah, I do try to sometimes say something to try and trigger you. And Yeah, I'm very <laughs> aware of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah. uh, not, uh, and not that um, I mean, you will talk about preparation and things like that, but I think with, with any episode where you've got a, a guest... Like it just introduces something a little bit fresh, something a little bit different. It's introduces a little bit more randomness, a little bit more uncertainty. Um, and I, I personally, I love that. I love inserting a little bit of chaos here and there is, is always good. But it is something that you need to sort of prepare yourself for a little bit. Like the, you can't um, expect a an interview with a guest to go exactly like you plan like it, it will naturally happen well <laughs> i don't, we don't know. plan I mean, much <laughs> <laughs> well yeah maybe that's maybe that's a different problem but um i just think that it is something that you just need to be you need to be ready for and you need to be accepting of the fact that you know this uh, an interview with with a guest um, does require more preparation, mm. does require um, you to be far more sort of, I believe at least, far more actively and intently kind of listening to 
to what people are saying. Like, you can't just, I mean, I can't just glaze over, oh, I'm just going to go to have a little snooze now while Jan does his rant about topic X. I you know, knew it. it. I knew it. He was sleeping while I was talking. <laughs> Dang it. Um, so just, yeah, before we, before we get into that, just like prepare yourself a little bit. Guest episodes are different episodes, and that's good. Embrace it. Yeah, but that is also why I am usually less vocal in guest episodes. Because mm. in guest episodes, I have to make sure that all the other stuff is working. That's all on my end. And mm. as you say, with a guest, when you say something and I hear half the sentence, I can pretty much fill in the blanks. Because again, we've been doing this for a while and we know each other a little bit. With a guest, I can't really do that. So I often lose thread because I need to fix something somewhere, whatever. Mm. And then I have to drop in. So that's why I'm usually a lot more quiet. Unless we're happy, we're lucky enough to have a very technical guest on who's talking about programming or, or AI or things like that, because then Dave kind of sends it to me more. <laughs> yeah, in which case, to hell with the audio, Jan gets the talk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for us, it's a different experience. And I think for the listeners as well, because, mm. I mean, we do try to make this enjoyable for people to listen to. And considering listening, people have been listening to us for seven plus years, I guess we do a somewhat good job. But mm. having some another kind of voice, another, yeah, Another viewpoint, another other kind of things. It, it, it makes it again more interesting. So, guests, yeah, I think yeah. for a podcast, if you want to do a podcast, you should think about how am I going to do. Not don't think should I do guests. No, think about how am I going to do mm -hmm. guests it, again in my planning, time scheduling, whatever. Because um, if you don't, it's it's always such a boost of energy when you have somebody like John Murtic on. I mean, yeah, that really helps. Definitely. A lot. Definitely. So let's let's talk about some of the some of the logistics, at least, you know, how how we have evolved and what we think is is our best practice. Now, this is just us two talking heads on the Internet. Take everything we say with a large. Come on, we've got seven salt. years experience, man. We're experts <laughs> at this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you have other ideas or things that you would suggest, please email us podcast at roaringelephant.org. And come on the um, podcast as a guest to talk about it. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so like, the first thing it, that we are usually doing, and maybe this speaks to uh, our demographic or our, you know, our age and our comfort with certain methods of communication, but typically for us, you know, initial outreach either via LinkedIn or you know directly through email is, you know, how we start the ball rolling. Um, well, that has evolved, right? I mean, uh, pre-pandemic, we also had a lot of guests coming from uh, trade shows, from uh, conferences yep. and things like Events, that. We, uh, we, we yeah. attended a, a speaker because we think it's going to be an interesting one. And yeah, he, the person can talk, has a presence. Then behind, after the, after the talk, uh, wait until all the, the groupies, the fans, the, the people have actually had something to ask the person, have done their thing, and then see if you can quickly put your business card, hey, we're from a podcast, what do you mean? So we, do, we did used to do that. However, with uh, the pandemic, of course, happening and actually conferences disappearing more or large, a lot of the talks being replaced by pure marketing talks, which we don't want to have marketing people or product managers on because they typically don't have any real insight anymore in what's happening. Sadly, email has become our uh, yeah LinkedIn and email, as you say. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, next up, so you have a bit of back and forth. We... We do, you know, at least a teeny tiny bit of preparation up front. So we usually have some idea of a, a topic or a, 
a couple of topics. And when we're when we're bouncing sort of ideas back and forth, it's usually no more than a sentence or two of things that we might talk about. Are you interested in talking about these things? You don't need like an entire 11 page bulleted list of here are all the questions that I plan to talk about with you. Like that's. Um, I agree, you don't need it, but um, we haven't talked about selecting a good guest yet, and we're going to talk about uh, what makes a good guest and a bad guest mm, later mm, on. Mm, mm, mm. But there is a type of guest you can have that really wants their questions pre-approved, that wants a list of questions and you yeah. can't uh, deviate from that. Now, for some podcasts, I mean, if you're a very official Yahoo Finance, whatever podcast, CNBC, mm. I guess that's how it works because it's a very high, high level, very big exposure, whatever. We prefer to have a podcast that's a little more organic, a little more free flight, and we actually refuse to give uh, question lists beforehand. Yep. We, as you said, we give a little bit, you're doing this, we're doing that, and we think we can talk about uh, half an hour about this subject. That's basically what they want to do, and we'll see how yep. it goes on. But again, it's, it's our choice not to have these question lists. Sometimes, yeah. depending on what kind of podcast you're doing, you will have to have a question list like that. And of course, we do have a question list, but we don't share it, and yeah, yeah, we also don't yeah, follow it. Yeah, that's that's the that's the preparation piece that, that comes in a little bit later. And I, um, yeah, later. Okay, I'm not talk about it yet. Then. Yeah, yeah. So, um, other sort of logistics stuff and other things that we've done to help our guests ahead of time is we actually have a page on our website, uh, Roaring Guests, and this just you know we we. When we send this kind of email, when someone says, "Oh yeah, we can, we can," uh, you know, happy to do a podcast with you, we send them this link and we say, "Please, you know, read this. Make sure you're happy with everything on here." And we do go through almost all of this um, live, just ahead of the recording, to make sure. But you can definitely tell um, the guests that have already read this are like, mm -hmm. "Oh yeah, this." That makes sense. I remember that. Um, and, you know, they've already done all the hard work for you because you've, you've prepared them by sharing this information up front. So just having an external page um, or, you know, an, or put, putting something in an email or sending someone a doc, however you want to do it. Have some recommendations as to things that you want uh, your, your upcoming podcast guest to be thinking out. And obviously, you know, you want to share this ahead of time. You don't want to surprise them on the day with the fact that uh, they should actually find a, a quiet place uh, to be to record. They should actually have a dedicated microphone. Um, you know, there's lots and lots of recommendations. And, you know, you should you should feel free to, uh, to take a look at our page and take inspiration from it if uh, you're thinking about going down this path. Yeah, I mean, I wish we did that. We kind of I built this page through experience, and mm. I, I paused on this one. Stick around a bit at the end, please, because we actually had one of our first guests. We did a recording, and at the end of the interview, we always say thank you for being on the podcast, just to be on the recording slot. And mm. the guest just disconnected and was gone <laughs> before we could actually tell the person when it's going to go live and things like that. So yeah. uh, we kind of built this over time. More stuff got snuck in there, but just having something like this. It's a lot easier than to have to cut and paste a whole bunch of text. Just cut and paste a link in there. You know your guests are going to have uh, internet access because you will be recording this remotely quite probably. So mm -hmm. having a web URL is very easy 
minimal effort, make it a little bit funny. And of course, at the end, a uh, big thank you. Because mm -hmm. uh, guests also do this mostly. Our, the kind of guests that we have do this because they want to do this, because they enjoy doing it, and not because they're getting paid for it, because we don't pay our guests. And our guests don't pay us. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Only only with their time. Uh, yeah. Which, again, for everybody who's been on a guest in the pod, on the podcast before, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We have learned so yeah. much from you, and that is basically why I do this podcast, to learn stuff. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, in terms of sort of pre- and post-guest care, guest care um, we will, you know, we'll typically... Send them an invite that has the the time slot in it. He's using that the... we word again, people. I know <laughs> it's it's the it's the podcast Sorry. we. Um, no, they'll get an invite. It'll have the connection details in it. Um, you know, we we want to make sure that they know exactly when it is that uh, that they'll be expected to connect, um, so we can obviously have this conversation. Um, we ask people to confirm, like to accept the invite, to make mm -hmm. sure that you know it, it is all going to work and it is all going to line up. And if the invite is in a, a long time before the actual recording date, uh, I will send emails like uh, the just before the weekend, before the week when the interview happens, just a reminder. Because again, this is what people do as a hobby, as something on the side, and we are less important than their big board meeting that might get scheduled on top of it. So just making sure you have the connection live. It's not just a fire and forget kind of thing. If you want to mm. keep the guests coming, make them feel special because they are special, to be honest, and mm -hmm. just make it certain that they don't have to remember that you helped them with that before and afterwards as well. Once it's recorded, I will also send them an email. Hey, your episode you recorded maybe a month ago. Sometimes that's what happens. It's going to go live next week, uh, something like that again. Because we also want, of course, to put some publicity around it. If you have a guest on the show, we want to make sure people know that we had a guest on the show because it's good for their branding as well, we hope. <laughs> yeah. And if you can do some joint uh, Xing, I still hate that. Uh, link, uh, LinkedIn-ing, <laughs> it's not even better than that. Uh, Facebooking, we don't do. Uh, but anyway, some if you can do some uh, yeah, blurbs out there so people are aware of the episode, it helps everybody, of course. Definitely, definitely. And apart from that, it's just making sure to have a good experience. And uh, actually, I'm going to take something we have a little further down in the topics for this episode and put it up here because one thing that I really always wanted us to do for our guests is do the recordings. Because the guest recording can do two ways. You, the easy way is tell the guest, okay, we're going to do this uh, recording and you record yourself and then send us the recording afterwards. The fun thing about that is you're never sure if you're going to get it because mm. you don't have control. And me as a control freak, the producer of the show, I want that control. And also I don't want to put that burden on the guest because if you're the guest and something went wrong because you don't do this every day, you're not a podcaster. If I was that guest, I would feel horrible and I never want to have that uh, happen to one of our guests. Now, there are in-between things. Uh, there are services that you can use that do a recording through the web application. But that mm -hmm. recording is still stored at the other side. So if that person closes their browser before that recording is saved, it's gone. So again, annoying. We've set up our uh, podcasting recording studio here in a way that all recordings happen here on my desk. So if for some reason the customer, the customer, the 
guest guest leaves early yeah sorry guest leaves early <laughs> uh or something if it goes wrong it's my fault and they can blame me you can blame me it's never it can never ever be the guest's fault so i think that is also a big part of customer care making uh, unburdening them mm. making sure that they just have to show up be who they and, are and talk and finish it there's no extra logistics no extra burden on their end and i think that's something uh we've had feedback on this before that guests are kind of surprised that we do it this way because they're used to the other way around and i I think that actually is a good thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So where where do you find guests? Oh, that's easy. You just open up your window, put out the fishing line and start reading them in, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought you could, you could send an X <laughs> saying, hey, looking for guests. Now you go to the uh, AliExpress site and just order a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how it works. I mean, you could Amazon Prime yourself a guest if you're short of time. Uh, nah, I don't want to have a monthly subscription ad to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, how you find your guests is probably going to be very specific to your particular podcast. Um, we, we, as Jan's mentioned previously, like we certainly used to get a lot of guests through um, events that we would attend. We would chat to speakers after we listen to their talks and you know that was a, a great source of of guests when that was something that we were doing more often um now it tends to be you know something um you know a particular topic strikes our interest maybe there's someone in our network that um that we can go and talk to or maybe it's just there is someone out there and we can reach out to them directly and they respond back to us saying yeah they're happy to to come and talk to us um it's 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 basically it's legwork like you need to go and figure out you know who what are the topics you want to talk about therefore who are who are the, the pool of guests that you could reasonably expect may want to talk to you um and like there's there's got to be something in it for them like yeah. the you can't just expect someone to give up you know in our case 90 minutes of their time and there not be something in it for them. So it could be, you know, greater exposure on their side. It could be um, the fact that maybe they've never done a podcast before and they're curious and they're sort of happy to 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 spend ninety minutes to see what this what this weird, wacky, and wonderful experience is like doing a podcast. Um, but you know, it, it's it is a very much a two way street. You get to ask this person questions and talk about topics with them and hopefully learn something from them. And, you know, there needs to be something that, that they get from the experience. Yeah, often it's, uh, we find a topic that we both aren't experts on because we're experts on so much, so many things out there. <laughs> and we just think, okay, do we know anybody who might want to talk about this with us? And if you don't, we yeah, go on some blog sites and see if somebody talks about, we do try to find people that are, have an affinity with open source. Mm -hmm. Because uh, on the one hand, it's culturally a good match. And secondly, those people really often want to talk about what they're doing because they're excited, enthusiastic about it as well. So typically it's a good match that way. Now, there is another way of finding guests, which is not finding them, but getting them sent to your email box. I mean, there's a bunch of agencies out there that just have a roster of guests that they try to flock to every podcast out there. And mm -hmm. 
we very rarely take them on. Uh, occasionally, somebody pops up and think, oh, that's an interesting topic. We hadn't thought about that. And then we mm. go look, uh, hunt on other YouTube movies, whatever, to see what kind of person, what kind of presence a person has. Because now they're doing video as well. You do want to have some kind of, yeah, you need to be able to talk a little bit. I mean, not like I'm talking right now, but a little bit good. Uh, <laughs> So that happens a while, but quite often these things are more of a commercial nature. And then we send our infamous commercial TNCs, which are set up in such a way that nobody has ever accepted them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Still thought waiting for the first commercial guest there. Um, but yeah, that's again also a good thing. No sponsored guests. We don't do. We mm. have never done a sponsored episode before. So whatever we ask the 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 the, the, the guest. We're not going to ask questions. We're not a controversial podcast. We're not trying to make people mad or angry. So we no. do make sure that the person is able to express what they want to express. We don't want to invite somebody just to ridicule them or tell them that they're garbage. That's not what we do. Go somewhere else for that. But the questions we ask are questions that we want to ask, not because yeah. whatever financial yeah, gain yeah. or whatever. There's, there's nothing attached to it. Yeah. Which is something we like because it gives a lot of freedom. I don't have to yeah. think every time, can I ask this? Can I, I can just ask. And if the customer yeah. doesn't want it, I keep saying customer for some reason because I do see them as my customers because I want to serve them. <laughs> <laughs> if the guest doesn't want to answer a question, that's fine too because that's why we pre-record and not do live sessions. Yeah. We always edit yeah. those out at the end. And as always, when we have guests, even if it's a guest from our own little team, we run out of time. So we're going to make a hard cut here. And if Dave agrees, just nod yes. He's nodding. We're going to say this is all the time we have for today. I want to thank our guest, Dave, of course, for being on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> but Always a pleasure, Jon. Always a pleasure. Good to hear. But you can support this podcast. You can become a patron. Patrons do help us keep this little vehicle in the air. We're also on YouTube. You can like, subscribe, hit notification bells. Make me happy about all the editing I do for YouTube. You can also go to www.roaringelephant.org. There's links there to the Patreon page, the YouTube page, and all the information about the podcast. And you go to X Roaring Elephant on Twitter or on Twitter at Roaring Elephant on X, something like that. Or send feedback by email to podcast at roaringelephant.org. That still works unchanged. Until next time, my name is, I'll have to go to another episode with Dave as a guest, Jon. And my name is still a guest, Dave. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Goodbye. See you then. <laughs>